Welcome to Black and Brown, a podcast where three black guys get to share their love of bourbon. We talk about current events, we conduct interviews, and good old-fashioned shit-talking. Our host, Bill, Anthony, and Delvin, will keep you informed on what's going down with that brown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome to the Black and Brown Podcast, season 10 and them. Uh, we out here, dog. We back in the building, you know what I'm saying? Back in the building. Back in the building, dog. Man, why you let that roll some more, man? I'm sorry, dog. We'll, get it, we'll get it on the outro, dog. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We, we can only do so right. much. We're on the clock. Hot, got me all ready. We're yeah, <laughs> hot, and, hot and ready and bothered. Exactly, man. Ready to go when you... Cut it off for me. Yeah, I don't like the I don't like the look you're giving me right now, Bill. (laughs) (laughs) As always, we're back with the team. I'm your man A Cole with the plug. Back in the building with our man Dub A Stevens. What's going down, cousin? Good to see you, brother. Word known as the Silverback. Yes, sir. At Casa de Silverback. Hey. That's where we at. And our man Delvin Joyce, the people's choice. What's the deal, fam? Bro, I missed y'all, man. I know, right? I, I needed this energy. Yeah, man. It's been a long summer, dude. It has. Long and short at the same time. You know what I mean? Quick, right. quick, fast. We were talking about this the other day. It flew by. Yeah. Like yesterday, I hit my two year, two year anniversary here. Of being down here? Two years. Has it been two years it's already? Been two years, dog. Bro, August, uh, August bro we 2nd. just unpacked your house. <laughs> just unpacked the house, dog. Yeah, wow. Dope, two years. Man. Two years. years. That's crazy. Yeah. But anyway, through the relationships yeah, yeah. and through the connects, we got our man in the house, uh, the one and only Jesse Jones. Jesse Jones. Hello, Jesse hello. Jones. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me today. Yeah, yeah. Let me finish wow. the intro. Let me finish the intro. Uh, Jesse is from <laughs> Bourbon Showdown, uh, Charlotte based comedian in the house. Now you can say hello. Oh, so silky smooth. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you agree? Good it's, lord! It's just bourbon. just it's follow bourbon. me around everywhere and, and hey. dictate everything I do. That I would be, be amazing. I can be your hype man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Jesse's pouring a bourbon. Oh no, yeah. So I got I got to ask. I mean, not <laughs> to not to take away from Jesse's intro, but best hype man of all times. You mm. go on, you go on Spliff Star or Freaky Top. Oh, I was going to do Mr. Bentley. Farnsworth Bentley was a clown. Farnsworth Bentley? <laughs> he was the hype he man, dog. Puffy? He was, he was. Yeah, dog. Oh, he was, that's he, right. He held that's the umbrella right. and danced. That was it. But he didn't He didn't give ad-libs on the mic, though. No. no. How, about, so, um, how about Jerome? He, he wasn't allowed. Oh, Jerome from the time. Yeah, Jerome from the time. I mean, it might be before your time. I, it is 100%. I, I have no idea who <laughs> He's looking at you about. like, well, who are you talking about? Morris Day in the motherfucking time. Yeah. All right. Bourbon Showdown knows who this is, and I don't. All right, yeah. all right, my bad. Wow, okay. <laughs> wow. He's a character umbrella for uh, Mars Day. So so you think he's a better hype man than Freaky Todd every day? Uh, I got to go well, in a different direction altogether. I think best hype man of all time is Bobby the Brain Heenan from WWF. <laughs> oh, he took it to a total spin. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there we go. Officially off the rails. <laughs> so, so, so what's great is Jesse Jones. You get to lead off season 10 and yeah. NIM. Now, yeah. now, yes, now we tease this with our listeners at the in the bonus episode. Yes, but, sir. But season 10 and NIM is an opportunity for us to collaborate. Yep. Right? So today, you are NIM. Collaborate with other podcasters, content creators, and people that have been rocking with us since day one. We want to get to know our people. I appreciate it, guys. I appreciate being on. I've known Bill uh, from the beginning. Yeah. I've gotten to hang out with you. Only one time without Bill. Would like to change that. That's true. We we, we were at a Maker's Mark event down at uh, Supperland, which was super dope. I'd like to credit Jesse for getting me started. 
Really? Because you remember with when, bourbon. With bourbon. Because you remember whenever, um, I mentioned this several times before, um, I had a, uh, a poor Eagle Rare. Yes. He's the guy that gave me the Eagle Rare. Oh, oh no. I never really shouted him out specifically, but it was it was It Jesse. was Jesse. Yeah, in, okay. um, in the, in the uh, driveway. That's right, that's street. right. Yep. And I have Only taken credit for that multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> so you are the reason Bill's kids have to go to community college. Okay. That's exactly that's right. right. That's exactly that's right. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We were sitting out by the fire, and mm-hmm. we were uh, somebody's passed. I went out and got a bottle of Eagle Rare. You did. And we were just passing it around, yep. and you were like, this is good. This is good. Because, you know, before then, you know, it just I had some Woodford, and it's burning. It didn't really taste that good <laughs> to me. And uh, Eagle Rest, oh, this is different. This okay. is different. Yeah, so. So that was a light bulb moment. Where light bulb light moment. Then I talked to my uh, college roommate, um, and then he said, oh, man, I've been on the game for for years, and that's when I had my first blend, and blah, blah, blah. So wow. Navajo goes. And I'm a longtime listener of Bourbon Showdown. Oh, thank you. I follow Bourbon Showdown on Instagram. I do course. follow on Instagram. I appreciate so that. A lot, of, a lot of great content, so I'm really excited to have my guy in studio tonight. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. So, so your podcast is kind of based on um, the industry like news, you talk to master distillers yep, yep. and stuff like that. So is that like the focus of your podcast? Well, when I first got started, uh, it was the middle of the pandemic. I was also very new to bourbon. Yeah. And all I could find, like I love what you guys do. You guys are always pushing positive. You're never pushing down. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You're never talking smack about people in the industry. Right, right, right. And so many of these podcasts you'll listen to and it's just like dudes sitting around being negative. Right. And I did not want to be negative. Right, I right. wanted to be positive and I wanted to learn. So instead of it being like uh, me and Burdick or, or me and Shock, it yeah. was... Let's go to the people that make it. Let's learn why they got into it. Let's see what I can take away from what they're teaching because that's basically what it is. Mm, yeah. They walk me through their process. They walk me through that mindset of where they were, where they got to whiskey, and then how they've grown it into something that we all love and, and drink and get in trouble with. Right, right. So that was really the beginning of all of it. And then just from the comedy background, I'm able to take somebody that may um, not have that speaking ability. Mm-hmm. Like they, uh, you know, you'll get talking to some people sometimes. Like, My favorite part of the process. Yeah. Is yeah. You <laughs> put it, and you're just sitting there like, all right, here's some energy. <laughs> yeah, because you know, a lot of those guys are super nerdy, right? They're just really into their craft and it's really, you know, about the mash bills, about the process. They don't really, they don't have that, you know, that personality. That's right. That's yeah. right. I'm sorry. I apologize. I got ahead of myself. Is it? I didn't get the questions. My bad. Yeah, the pr- yeah, yeah. Pr- no, producer, yeah. Producers give me the high side. Yeah, I know. So I know. we got to back it up yeah, a little bit. I was going to follow up with something, but let's go. Yeah, we got to back it up a little bit. Put, put a pin in that. So we asked our guests three questions, right? We always right. break it down and we always say, so what was that one thing that got you into to fall in love with the brown? What was that gateway bourbon? Oh, yeah, sorry. Phrase it. I think for me, it was Booker's. Bookers. I, I know Bookers? that's a hard, that's a hot place to start. Oh, wow! I was living in New York, and uh, I was on the Scotch train forever. Ooh. Which is again, I think we're skipping ahead a little bit. But oh, that, somebody's been there. That was my that was my intro. Yeah. yeah. And uh, a good buddy of mine, Dan O'Hare. Uh, he is now a celebrated author in Maryland. Oh, stunt. He yeah, dude. He's the he is the legit. Yeah. And, send us a book, dog. Yeah. He will. He will. <laughs> uh, he introduced me to Lafroig. 
Oh, so okay. right out of the gate, I uh, and he was uh, shooting a documentary at the time. So my wife, who's also named Jesse, she is on. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah, hang yeah on, that's right. Hang that's right. Don't right. gloss over that, man. Hang don't blaze through that. Hang on, hang on. The business on. cards yeah. are legendary. Yeah. Oh yes, spelled the same way. She only has an extra e. That's the only difference. So Jesse and Jesse, Jesse and Jesse, and yeah. you call her what? Jesse. I, <laughs> I call her right most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a comedian. He's smart. Yeah, and smart. she calls you Jesse. No, she calls me whatever. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nice. That's awesome, man. That's yeah, pretty man, cool. So in my phone, yeah. I have him as girl, no, have him as boy Jesse, have his wife as girl Jesse. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it, it was never weird when we were younger, but now that we're getting older, like, uh, sounds like I'm 75. Now that we are not 22, uh, like, life things have been weird. Like I've had my insurance canceled. Like seriously, the guy really? calls and he's very, very happy with himself. He's like, "Mr. Jones, you're never going to believe it. You have been paying for two Jesse Joneses, <laughs> but I fixed it. I fixed it. Now you're only paying for one." And I'm like, that's, "Dude, that's I, my wife, dog. I, wow. Yeah, I kind of need both. I need both Jesse Joneses on there. Oh, that's crazy. It's not a typo, homie. No, I figure though, it's 2023. You know, I'll just pay one copay and I'll identify as whichever Jesse Jones goes to the doctor that day. <laughs> I will wear a dress to get out of a copay. I don't care. That's, that's the cheat code. <laughs> that is funny. They're named twins. I never never seen that before. That's wild too. Yeah. Wow. The minister, uh, he when he pronounced us man and wife, he introduced us as Mr. and Mrs. Jesse Jones. Literally, like he, oh. that, that's on the tape, Mr. and Mrs. Jesse Jones. Literally, literally. oh, that's, <laughs> that's funny. Like, wow, and, I can't, uh, I can't even imagine. And wow. bookers, yeah, it was. Uh, Lafroy was a very peaty, very smoky, very heavy place to start. Yes. So New York is a cold town. Uh, most of the, you know, in the winter. I heard it's a big, rich town. It is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it hot in the summer, cold in the winter. So in the winter, somebody was trying to turn me over to bourbon. And I was like, I don't know, man. I like the weight of the scotch. I like that flavor profile of the scotch. You're going to have to give me something intense if it's going to take me away from what I'm used to. Mm. So they're like, you want intense? Here's some intense. And this is probably 2005. Yeah. So this wow. is like a 2005 Booker's. Yeah. Wow. That was my first sip of bourbon in the adult world. Wow. So, and do you recall what the proof was on that joint? Because it had to be kind of heater. Oh, you know it had to be like 127 yeah, plus yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. 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 Wow. Especially going from a Lafroig. Mm-hmm. My neighbor, like when we first started the podcast, I was still in Connecticut. And my neighbor, we were talking and I told him about the podcast. And he was like, oh, I want you to try this. And it was Lafroig. Talk about heavy peat and heavy smoke. Oh, it was yeah. like licking an ashtray. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I was like... Uh, bro, I can't uh, no do it. No, thank you. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I, I love the. Uh, I was talking to Rob Samuels. Name drop. Name drop. And uh, he. Tight. I love the. But I love the question of. Do you like Lafroig or did you have to learn to like Lafroig? Exactly. Yeah. And, and that, I think that's kind of what it is. That's such yeah. a great it question. Ha- it has to grow on you. It's so well, so many. I think so many bourbons as you get going in this thing, mm-hmm. you might not be ready for them when you get to them. You know? That's true. Like right. it takes a minute. True. Yeah, that's true because I mean, some of the stuff we ran into early on, like you've developed an appreciation for it now, yeah, especially, especially as your palate develops. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because initially we didn't like the higher proof stuff. No, I mean and it was always flavor god over here was know? like, no, that's where the flavor's <laughs> at. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And the theory we have now is with when that alcohol evaporates you get that flavor it hits right. you like right, right in the mouth just pow boom pow 
Wow. Bang. I remember specifically, uh, me and Bill found 100 plus proof around the same time. Yeah. And it was uh, Christmas. Uh, me and Bill have known each other forever. Uh, it was Christmas time, and we had like a get together. That 100 plus, we're drinking it like it's 92. <laughs> and everybody from that night's story ends the exact same. I went to put the kids to bed, and then tomorrow happened. <laughs> Sounds that's, about right. That's funny. That's funny. Yep. So that uh, so Booker's was the introduction. So are there any bottles like being in the industry? Are there any bottles you're out there hunting? Right now, I have been all over Four Roses, man. Oh. Uh, I'm just special recipe and up right now. Mm-hmm. I, I think all I'm missing is like a couple of the OEs. So I, I just love sitting there and and trying to pick out the differences between what you're getting at that 11 year, 11 month, or what you're getting at that like different. Mm-hmm. Variations between bottles and trying to pick out because it's minute at, right. at that level, yeah. and just trying to sit there and kind of test yourself on what is the difference between this one and that one, and then and, and, you know it becomes like a chess game for yourself. Right. So do you open them up then? I guess you test them all so you don't have any like closed bottles. No, uh, uh, much to my uh, much to the other Jesse's chagrin. If I see one, yeah, I'll 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 do a dive on it, and I'll, I'll get as many as they'll let me get. Uh, I got so you. gotcha, gotcha. And what what's been your biggest takeaway? with that I guess with with the four roses well I think it's sensory just sensory testing yeah yeah like you're gonna get those those notes that uh, the, the special edition uh, the special recipes man like they are hints of their hints different but they're not miles different right so when you're sitting there it's just more of testing your tongue or, or training your tongue to discern the differences <gasps> between those things right right I don't know I, thought, I mean you did all 10 right silver no did I do all 10 you tasted all 10 when you guys did the barrel pit Mm-hmm. Was it all? Yes. So, so oh my God. Yes. I mean, you know. I mean, that's being that's when, being when so you're when you're a baller and yeah. a star. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I did when you get a cup with everything. That's right. <laughs> I mean, that's right. Yeah, so, did, did you notice any differences on it? Or uh, no? I mean, you know, to be honest with you, you know, the the uh, the fruit profile was was you know prevalent in some of them, but they all just kind of finish around the same sweetness, the same type of um, you know spiciness towards the end. But you know, it's it's like you know the initial fruit when when I you know get you know get that on my palate. That's the only difference that I you know that I got. Okay, and I remember doing those. Yeah. Oh, dope. You know what? I need to look at my notes too because I was somebody asked me that the other day because someone got an IDM today asking us about you know a bear pick that we did recently. Not in the DMs. You got the DMs and oh, they slid right in. They slid right on in and and it was asking us you know some tasting notes. I was like, you know what? Let me look at my notes. It's kind of cool to go back into your notes to see what you thought about something. Completely. And when you go back in your notes, I think you can see that moment in time where like reality starts. Yes. Slip away, yes. Because the beginning of the notebook's like, hmm, I'm oh, getting earth. Oh, yes, yeah, I'm getting some uh, dark, some dark fruit. Dark fruit and yeah. and then, and then. A couple pages in, it's like my <laughs> favorite color is unicorn rainbow blue. <laughs> it's good. It's bad. I, I like. I like <laughs> this one. <laughs> my favorite is number seven. My That's how I start. Why. Yeah, <laughs> we've definitely been there before. <laughs> Thumbs up, good. Yeah. Thumbs down, bad. Exactly. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> to me, man. To be honest. But you mean when I, you know, you know, I do a barrel pick, man. It's all about the finish for me. Like if it's medicinal, if it's going to mm-hmm. linger on my palate, if it's a spicy, kind of gives me the the remembrance of the port. Yeah, know, that's I kind of kind of go with it like that. And I'm sure by now everybody knows I don't like medicinal. <laughs> <laughs> that's a party file. It's not happening. It's not good for me. You know what I mean? Uh oh, we just killed an intern. <laughs> anyway, they so fainted, my guy fainted at the sound of you not liking medicinal for real. And and they hey, should. Man, you know, I'm, I'm from around the way. I'm about to. I'm about to roll out. <laughs> 
I'm leaving here <laughs> real quick. <laughs> real quick. But this is your house. I don't care. I'm out. Hey, they start clapping. We gotta go. Yeah, no. Yeah. So, so I'm the final question. Ask questions later. <laughs> So the final question before we break Is that why you show up at my house randomly so often? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I heard a noise. I heard a noise. Don't yeah, worry. Just let me yeah, in. Yeah. What, you, what you drinking? <laughs> <laughs> so the final question is like, you, you've heard the podcast. Like, you know, um, Braven has a nose, has a palate, but we believe it has an ear. Mm. So on that Four Roses, all those yeah, uh, recipes completely. you're looking for, what do you get on the ear? I mean, you're, you're a music guy. You're a comedian. You travel a lot. Give it to us. Well, I think, honestly, it's uh, everything has to do with your day, too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. sometimes you're Absolutely. in the mood like uh, for something smooth, something chill. Sometimes you're in the mood for something with some weight to it. Mm-hmm. I've gone everywhere from uh, Tribe to Pantera in, in my whiskey journey. That's a heavy mm-hmm. range. Like if you're looking, or, or hell, even sometimes you might go country. Like uh, Never. You, well, <laughs> Morgan Wallen, maybe. All right, Morgan Wallen, <laughs> Closest maybe. I can get is, is Chris Stapleton, Tennessee no, Whiskey. Bro. That's no, it. Bro, bro, That's the go. one. There you go. That's no, the only Morgan, one. Morgan Wallen is dope, bro. I'm just, sorry. Maybe. Just if, wanted to be if, the first person to bring up country on this if, podcast. If you push me. If you push me, no, maybe first, Darius Rucker. First. Maybe Darius Rucker. Not the first. No, no, no. Mary, Jesse, Mary Ann Rucker. Is Morgan Wallen dope or not? I, you know, I, I, that's he, not my generation of country, but you see, know, thank you. he's trying to say, he's trying have, to say no politely. I'm being polite. I'm <laughs> being polite. I have no generation, but my guy puts an 808 on a, in a country song, bro. No, it's like, no, it's sorry. super dope. I haven't heard it. Oh, wow, I'm really? I, I meant to check that out. Yo, I mean, 808. I got you, bro. I got you. 808. I'm feeling Tell me how the dickle plays out. <laughs> to uh, to answer your question, like mm-hmm. I, I say, country just because those melodies kind of take me to a Russell's Reserve kind of vibe. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. And then yeah. sometimes, like you're looking for something with a little more energy. Like I was listening to uh, I. For, when I was drinking Fortuna, for some reason, all I wanted was freaking tribe. Really? That's I don't hey. know why. I don't know why. It's just somehow that's the way you yeah, ask what my tribe, ear. Man, tribe, you can never go wrong on tribe for sure. Ever. Well, you go chill with it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And if you're yeah. looking for a chill pour, it's not a bad one to go with. Yes, sir. Mm. And then sometimes you're looking for a punch in the mouth. So if you're drinking like Stag Junior, that Pantera hits like you're just oh. sitting there freaking thrashing. You know? Mm-hmm. Pantera is like what? Cowboys from hell. Rocky, Rocky. It, oh, dude, it's like, oh, rock, yeah. See, I don't know if it's metal. It's damn near thrash metal. Yeah. Yeah. Is it really? Okay, it's, wow. It's the wow. same era as Metallica. It's like if you thought Metallica was too soft, you listen to Pantera. It's not, it's not, where, wow. Rudra, it's not where Rudra would like it, like death metal, but he would listen to it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Pantera. Yeah. All right, Pantera. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Okay. Oh, completely. I, I, I can get you started. Uh, I'll, Hook I'll me up. recommend you with some stuff. Hey, I'm, I'm in, man. Oh, this yeah. is pretty good. Yeah. Right? So, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Of a pick yeah. Liquor yeah. the lake, yeah. yeah. I thought so it was segue, segue. Yeah. So before we get into the meat and potatoes, go ahead, run it down. So uh, tell me what you brought here, Jesse. You, you brought a bottle from your from your. My buddy, yeah, Liquor at the Lake, they've done this Woodford Reserve barrel pick. Uh, Our friend Trey is the picture on the back of it, uh, looking as only Trey can. Really? Super super sexy any time of day. And uh, (laughs) it looks like he's riding a mechanical bull. It does, it does, doesn't it? We're going to have to put that up. (laughs) And that's... uh, just whiskey for the for the folks at yeah, home. Yeah, just whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah just whiskey. Just there whiskey. you go. Yeah. The new experience curator yes, for Blue Run. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I, I just thought uh, this is the perfect example of people write off bottles. I think like people when they get to a certain point in their whiskey journey, hundred percent, like, dude. I don't like 100. Woodford Reserve. Anymore. I don't like it. Yep. This takes that initial profile that so many people when they're getting started yeah. gravitate towards, and it kind of turns it on its ear because it's a barrel pick. You're getting more flavors. You're getting more of those things that you get out of a Woodford Reserve. 
serve, and it is heightened. It is not watered down for the masses. That's it a great is word. straight out of the barrel, and yeah. it tastes fantastic. It does. Yeah. That's dope. Hey, I, I got a great idea for the show tonight. I oh, mean, yeah. why, why don't we let the liquor talk? And tomorrow, <laughs> we may not remember everything we said, but we said it all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm in. That, that's that Morgan Wallet. Yo, my guy got bars, man. I'm sorry, bro. No, no. <laughs> Unless you can pull it up and we can hear 808, I'm not interested. <laughs> anyway. Oh, he was ready for that. Come on now. Uh, Delvin just left the building. I, <laughs> that's the video that's going to be trending. Gotta, is just you completely gotta, engrossed by this song. I got to hit the eight oh eight dog. That's terrible. Oh, it was coming in. You just didn't give it time, man. It's a build up. I didn't, uh, yeah, I didn't give it time. I had to educate today. Uh, my daughter, she's hooked on that new because um, girls are players too. And I was like, do you want to hear where that came from? Right. And I played her some Grandmaster Flash, and she was like, this is not where this came This is not, he doesn't say girls are players too. No, he doesn't say They stole the whole beat. Yeah. It was, it was. Yeah. There's something else in that track that they stole too, and I let my kids hear it, and they were like, no, it's not the same. And I was like, no, it is. Just listen. Yeah, just listen to it. You'll find them. I'm just not up on new music, man. I just, I just can't do it. Yeah. So let's dig into it. Let's dig into it. Yes, sir. So, so, so Jesse. Bourbon Showdown. Tell us more about your background and what made you start Bourbon Showdown. Well, I mean, honestly, it it was just, uh, I was touring the country and I started getting stuff in the mail. Like, I think I had talked about whiskey on stage a couple times. I had done a couple online things about it. And one day I get home and there's just a bunch of whiskey waiting for me at the door. And, oh, wow. I, and my wife, she is uh, the smarter of the Jessies. She is uh, in digital marketing. She's an SVP of an ad agency. And she, I'm like, honey, why? <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining, but why are they sending me this stuff? And she's like, well, they want you to say that you like it. And I was like, well, I mean, luckily it was stuff that I liked. So I was like, right. early on is cool. I can do that. And then it started progressing. And uh, she told me, you're going to have to either split them or always keep them together. So I split the I, comedy's comedy, Jesse Jones comedy, whiskey's whiskey, the bourbon showdown. So they just sort of started going in separate directions. And now they kind of uh, symbiotic relationship. Like some people, when I come to a town, uh, if I do a tasting during the day, they will come to the tasting and the show. Ooh. Oh, right, okay. Because they've already pre-gamed, so they're ready. <laughs> that's right. That's right. right. I got them lubed up. That, yeah. can, that can bite you in the ass, though. <laughs> Like, really? You don't want whiskey is not like I've had distilleries like you should do a show here. And I'm like, uh, first off, you sound like a 1920s radio announcer. Uh, <laughs> second, there's not a great audience that get past the third drink. Like like by the time you get to that oh, okay. third pour, like yeah. a, a lot of your inhibitions gone. Yeah, and it's just like I'm in the middle of a joke, and you decide, yeah, I want to be a part of that. And you're like, okay, well now I'm gonna have to like you know scream again. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, don't mess with me on stage, man. I will come after you. New comedy. So Will Smith comes on stage. Like, what do you do? You you nail a joke. Everybody's laughing. Holy shit! In that scenario, I thought he handled himself with more class than anybody I've ever seen on stage. Yeah, Chris Rock. He knew yeah. that the world was watching. I think he knew the homeboy was hurting. Wow. Yeah, and he just took it. Yeah. yeah, and then you can tell. I think he waited too long to come back. That special, he did smart. He did. He got paid. Yeah. That part I respect. But I think he could have come after him sooner than that yeah. because it seemed almost not him. 
by yeah. the time he got on stage yeah. that night. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he he just nailed it. He was like, he, he I just waited. Done, I and hurt people hurt people, right? I would have so done, done none of that. What would you have done? What would you have done? Oh, I'd have beat his ass. You'd be in jail right now. Oh, we would be in jail, but <laughs> yeah. but we'd have done everything that Chris's parents told him not to do. Yeah, maybe we, we would have yeah, showed out for the world. Yeah, maybe not on stage, but when Will Smith went to go sit down, somebody went, "Hey, um, Chris want to see you backstage." <laughs> oh no, 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 because no, you know, you know, we always roll with our homies. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, as soon as he went back to his chair, it'd have been three big dudes sitting there with Jada, and she'd have been like this. Will Smith got cousins too now. Exactly. Hey, but they all in Philly. They were not in LA. Chris <laughs> <laughs> from New York. Oh, man. Just, just, just a talk. So so you are a comedian and a dad. Yeah, man. Yeah. All I'm right. all over the give, place. Give us your best dad joke. I need a good dad joke. <laughs> oh, man. I used to have this bit I did where I did drunk dad jokes where it's just like the setup of a dad joke with just like some idiotic answer. Like, uh, what does the... P and pterodactyl stand for shut the fuck up. <laughs> the um, I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you a joke that my nephew told me, and this cracked me. I, this is dumb. It's just a kid joke, but it, it. it popped me. He goes, um, "What is the difference between a snowman and a snow woman?" And I said, "I don't know, Max. What?" And he goes, "The penis." <laughs> And I swear, I thought he was going to say dick. I thought he was going to say dick. If the five-year-old had been the dick, I would have been like, oh, my God, you were the coolest five-year-old I've ever met in my life. I got to remember that joke. Uh, oh, dude, good, dude. It killed me. That's and my sister's like, what did he say? Like, yeah, he said, yeah, like he hadn't heard it before. Max, Max and I are talking. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. Exactly. Go back to That's fantastic. He is the interesting one. You go back to your chair. Wow. I love it. Yeah. So, so has has American whiskey bourbon always been your drink of choice? Are you? Yeah. I mean, you alluded to the fact that you were in Scotch earlier. Yeah. Was there like a transition in between the two, or did you immediately move from Scotch to whiskey? I think the majority of the change came when I got down here. Mm. Like I was up north forever, and I just associate Scotch with cold weather. I always yeah, have. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That makes and sense. there's something about like uh, miserable, rainy, cold yeah. ass weather in <laughs> <Yeah>. Scotch. <laughs> So, exactly. <laughs> so back up. So are you from the south or are you were north? You said you were oh, spending a lot of time. I grew up in uh, the, the mountains of North Carolina, the bottom of the mountain. Like if you've ever seen the Andy Griffith show, yeah. I am from Mayberry. You're oh, from okay. Mount Airy? I'm from Mount Airy, yes, no sir. No way. Yep. Yep. Oh, wow. And that is, uh, that's where I grew up. Uh, one of our first hustles was my buddy lived. It's the number three tourist attraction in North Carolina. Or is it really? Or it used wait, to wait. Be. Are you about to tell us something illegal? Because we statute of limitations might not be out. <laughs> oh, dude, this happened in like 1987. I oh, think okay, okay. Good. Right, go wait, go wait, Mount Airy is the number three tourist attraction. Yes, behind Billy Graham and Yep, that's the trilogy. That's the trilogy. <laughs> so we would have tourists. It was like a senior Las Vegas. Wow. We had old people everywhere. All the time until five thirty. So until five thirty, my buddy lived on Main Street, and he uh, we used to charge tourists fifteen dollars a head to tour his house, and we told them that's where Aunt B grew up. <laughs> and oh, we, the ultimate hustle. We made bank, man. We made bank until his dad was hung over on the couch watching uh, the race in his underwear, if I remember correctly. <laughs> and knowing what I know now, I would have just cut him in. You, you should have just told him that's Otis. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's just the town drunk, guys. He's fine. <laughs> Stay away from him, though. He, he, he bites. Uh, oh, it, yes. it, it comes full circle because I started doing comedy, and my mom was the city manager of Mount Airy. 
Right. So she books the guy that does the Bur- the Barney Fife impersonation for Mayberry Days. She, uh, I one of my first gigs, one of my first real gigs was I got hired to do a country club Christmas party, just as fancy as it sounds. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and the dude I was opening up for, I'm opening for the Barney Fife impersonator. Oh, wow. wow. And I'm greener than goose shit. I shouldn't have even been on stage. <laughs> I bomb, I die. I die a horrible death on stage. And me and him had already talked. He knew that my mom was the guy that hires him for Mayberry Days, la da la 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 la. He follows me on stage and he goes, let's hear it for Jesse Jones. I know his mama real well. <laughs> and he pantomimes blowing my mom's back out right on stage. And that was my introduction to comedy. Barney Fife banging my mom. Oh, my That's funny. And if anybody's ever done comedy, they know what an accurate freaking analogy that is for a career in comedy. <laughs> oh, man. So, so what's funny is, have you ever come across that guy again in the comedy world? No, but John Reap... Um, He's a comic out of Hickory. Uh-huh. He, everything comes full circle. I truly believe never be a dick to anybody. Right. Because okay. it all comes back. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. His dad owns, and he's the Hemi guy. He's the Ford F-150, make it a Hemi or whatever his commercial was back in the day. His dad owned that car that my mom had to negotiate with every year so that the fake Barney Fife could drive it in the parade. Ah, oh, gotcha, gotcha, so gotcha. I, I never ran into fake Barney again, but I, I talked to John about his dad multiple times, and we, we know a lot of the same people as a result of that. Bro, I mean, th- that's there's a few times that I wish we had crazy. A, a video podcast, <laughs> but the, 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 his face and that pantomiming <laughs> banging the bus <laughs> was so spot on oh dude and, and she hates that my mom is the sweetest person in the world and, oh. and like she's like um, a, a positivity uh, like like you can't make my mom yeah. break yeah. like you could break your arm and she could be like now you get to rest for a while like, like she's just that level of sugar you know what I mean uh, I, I and when she gets nervous like her voice goes up and she almost sounds like King Candy but she's got a little bit of this right here when she gets good, like really going so uh, she's heard me do that joy that, that uh, she's heard me do that joke on stage and I know when she's in the crowd because I can hear her go oh my <laughs> like, yeah, mom. and she was a city mayor I mean that's basically yeah, the mayor yeah, right yeah, 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 yeah. so my guy comes on stage talks about banging the mayor like who does that yeah, that's that's funny, funny, yo. Barney Fife was not as clean cut off stage as he was on stage that's hilarious bro <laughs> he, he loved the horse <laughs> man that is funny Just blew my levels right there <laughs> what's, the, what's the biggest difference though you've seen though I guess in like this, your scotch journey and now your bourbon journey I mean, honestly, it's just different sides of the coin, right? Like you have to train your palate to look for different things in scotch than you do bourbon. Mm. Uh, It is similar in that, you know, it's distilled and you've got different things going into it. But I think your flavor profiles are so different. Like Laphroaig being a great example is, you know, it's got that peat moss in it. It's got that almost salty overtone from where the peat moss is. It's covered. The whole place is surrounded by salt water you know yeah so it seeps into that flavor uh i think that's one of the most interesting things about american uh uh, malt is um that ingredients comes through more yeah the ingredients of american malt versus like european malt is you got 
different. It's not distilled as long. Mm. It's not been sitting in that barrel. It's not been soaking in those flavors from the atmosphere. It's got a whole different atmosphere. It's got a whole different geography. So I just think it's a different side of your palate that you have to train and kind of get used to. That's a good point. Mm -hmm. I don't like... Um, scotch, right? Yeah. But I can drink American malt whiskeys, yeah. like, like right, like American single malts. Like I can all drink, day long. Yeah, yeah, but I don't like scotch. But so what's your favorite one, though? I mean, I, I dude, I love that Woodford. I, I, I was about to say that the Woodford single malt, single malt. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. It's fantastic. Yeah, there it's is really good. Old line out of Maryland again. Maryland, I give, Maryland owes me money after this. Uh, Old line uh, is a distillery out of Maryland. I think it is. Uh, they've do some work with who are the guys in Ohio? Oh, uh, they do. Middle West. Middle West. Middle West. Yeah. Middle West. Yes. I'm glad you said it. I didn't want to say it. Oh my goodness, my man. So the words out there. <laughs> are we violating NDA right now? Or no? No, no, no. That was one that was you know he was holding it close to his chest, and I didn't want to put it out there. But since our guy Jesse Jones put it out there, it's a fact. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Yeah. So, so, so was there something? You said that you're looking for two different things. So, like when you were drinking like a Scotch whiskey, mm-hmm. was there a specific note that you were looking for that you knew would make it a good one versus what you look for now in bourbon? Completely. I think it's all what you like, right? Like the I started with Lafroig, so I stuck with that Isle of Isla. Uh, I went to Talisker. I went to Long Island. I can never say that. Uh, so I stayed there a little bit. Then when you get off of the island and you go to some of the other territories, I didn't really like it as well. It didn't have as they didn't have any of that peat or not as much of that peat. And I think the same with whiskeys. Like, uh, why do you like? You know how some days you're in the mood for a Russell, some days you're in the mood for a name something else. Yeah. yeah. It's just whatever that day yeah. brings you is where your palate goes. Sure. Cool. cool. I get that question a lot. Like, it, most lately from my wife, she's like, well, you go to the cabinet, you know what I mean? We have, oh, that's, and she's man, like, well, what, why are you drinking like, what you're drinking today? Right. I said, because it's just what I feel like. Right. You know, I can't explain the mood. Like, when I go grab a bottle, I know, like, what I'm looking for. Like, coming over here tonight for this interview and for this podcast, I was trying to figure out a bottle I wanted to get. Mistakenly, like me and Silverback were talking, I thought this was a West Kraken. But he pulled me back and said, we never start a season with a West Kraken. Never do. Never I was all ready for a West Kraken. I knew in my bag I have everything for a West Kraken. And this was the backup to my West Kraken because yeah. I was going to review a high ride joint, right? Yeah. yeah. So I went through all my bottles. I'm like, what can I get that's going to be substantial enough to back up this high ride joint? Now, this right. is 27% high ride, right? Yeah. Backing it up, right? Mm-hmm. So I was going to review a joint I got as, as like... Uh, you know, bruh hub joint, you know, from my guy Will, you know, it was hurting you, you're fine. So I'm just telling everybody I'm going to review on the West Kraken. So, wow. but you know, it just depends on what you're going to go get. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. uh, I was prepping for a What's Kraken. You got to come back for a What's Kraken. I, I was going to bring a high rye uh, barrel pick from old, uh, from, uh, what is it, up in West Virginia? Uh, John, old Scout. Old Scout. Scout. John yeah. Little. So. Well, you should bring that. Totally. You yeah. should bring that. I Bro, mean, you, uh, you bourbon showdown, man. You yeah. are full episode worthy. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, no, I appreciate no, that. Right, I, appreciate I, see, that. I see a standoff yeah. in a dusty yeah, street man. with some bottles and some holsters. Exactly, man. <laughs> oh, I like it. Man. There we go. That's He's nice. Yeah, nice. nice. yeah, I mean, hey, man, yeah. so getting back to your podcast, you started in 2020. <laughs> That's right. That's a fun right. guy. He just All sucked right. the joy out of the room. Yeah, I'm just saying, let's get back to the content of a man's content. You know, okay, okay Lester Holt. <laughs> Lester, Lester Holt. <laughs> <laughs> Take us back to the news. 
So, has there been any surprises in the uh, uh, American whiskey space that you've seen in the last three years? Dude, I think it's just that the consumer is open to so much more now than they were three years ago. Yeah, like, like you remember when, um, like I think Angel's Envy just got named on some. There's lists everywhere, but Angel Envy just got named one of the most important distilleries of the recent memory of the last ten years, whatever it was. Huh. And uh, think about it when they came out and they were doing those. And I know they weren't the first to do it, but they were the first to really get heat for doing those finished barrels. Right. And oh yeah, everybody's not feeling that. No, my God, not they were getting that. so much heat for yeah. it. Right. So look at where we are now versus something that has almost been passed by by time at this point. Like everything it was doing on the scene, they're now trying to catch up and do their own single barrels. They only did like uh, their rye and their bourbon forever. Yeah. And, and now they're coming out with their own special stuff. Like it's 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 just the consumer is the biggest surprise yeah. of the last three years. Yeah, because, you know, the the whole finishing thing now, the sherry can, yeah, we the talked toasted about that. barrel, you know, the, um, you well, know, everything else. What did you, you just see recently? With me, the the one you we talked about the other day when you went to the store, you had um, what was it? The, oh, uh, was it the Woodenville or Wilderness Trail? Yeah, the Muscatel finish. Yeah, Muscatel finish. I'm like, what is that even? It's it's a wine, you know. Okay, you know, and, and like I said, man, I mean they just, I mean they just finished bourbon and anything now, you know. It just you go I, to the I show. think I think they're trying to stay relevant, right? Right. Yeah, With the change right. of the industry, which, which, they're trying know, to stay I'm, cutting edge. I'm you know? here for it because you know I was thinking yeah. I, was, I was talking to Ghost earlier, like. I haven't had a toasted barrel that I haven't liked. Right. I haven't had a sherry barrel that I haven't liked. A sherry finish. I've, we've well, got a sherry barrel we really like. Yeah, we got sherry. But, you know, the Sagamore is the only one I'm like on the fence on. The, the I, I kind of like that the sherry. sherry nah, like, it's, nah, it's, it's okay. They're, they're it's a little they're, sharp. They're, 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 double, they're double oak. Yeah, Ooh. a little sharp for me. So, but, um, so I'm here for it. I'm but here it, for all the finishing. I'm here for all the other stuff. Because, you know, I think, you know, a lot of the old school, when, when it comes to like, oh, we only do bourbon this way. Yeah. You know, this, you know, we got to, you know, but now, you know, it's kind of like, you know, your palate evolve and you kind of, you can do it, you know, kind of breaks down the barriers of the old starchiness when it comes to bourbon. You know, right. you can, everybody has a seat at the table now. Yeah, that's, that's true. Right. It's, it's like what Chef Greg said as we were in season nine and done. He said, you got to know the rules before you can break them. Yeah. And I think that's what they're Facts. doing. You know that's what I'm exactly saying? Right. Like they get into the game, bars, These, especially the young bars. guns. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, bars. Spit yeah. that. You know, yeah. the EP's coming. <laughs> the EP's coming. Yeah. So they get in the game. They know how to do this. They know how to distill. They know how to make great quality whiskey and bourbon. And then they're saying, hey, why don't we rock with this? Right, yes. you exactly. Because you don't know what you're going to like until you do it, you right? You don't know what yep. you're going to like until yep. you do it, man. You Bro, know what I'm saying? My guy brings up a great point, though, because you are absolutely right. Like, people were hating on finished yeah, whiskeys. Almost equating it, I feel like, with like some of the flavored stuff. Yes. It's like, yes, oh, completely. if you finish a whiskey, that's damn near fireball. Yes, that's ex- <laughs> but he's absolutely correct. Right? That's absolutely yeah. correct. And so yeah. I guess from your perspective, because you are somewhat of a purist, I would say. I mean, I listen to your show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is that good for whiskey? Is it bad for whiskey? Or do you think it's just part of the evolution? I think everything that pushes whiskey forward helps whiskey. Hmm. Like you've got mad scientists like Alan Bishop. He's out there doing things things that just like nobody else is doing. He's finishing absinthe in bourbon barrels. He's doing just things that if he didn't do them, no one would know what that does to the inside of the barrel. You know right, what I mean? Right. Uh, you need Eddie Russell. You need Alan Bishop. You need every side of that coin because without somebody doing, the, it, it's like uh, uh, anything. If you push it one way too far, that's too far. If you stay where you are, that's not far enough. Mm. You need compromise in the industry so that we can move things forward so that we can get to the next hit 
because that's what we're that's what they're trying to do. They want right. to make sales. Yeah. The yeah. only reason everybody's finishing things in muskrat cask or whatever you just said a minute ago <laughs> is they're hoping somebody <laughs> buys that muskrat place. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but you know what I mean. And as yeah. long as people will buy it, like right. um, I was talking. Uh, to somebody recently and, and, and they're doing things that even if they don't have enough of it to do a run with they will put it in the gift shop really that's genius and they because it goes away probably ran yeah. into some bad barrels like that I got some batches yeah, I don't like honey bear and your and your favorite finished whiskey ooh that's a good one I know I know that's why I asked I'm just curious it, it, it changes by the day doesn't it like if sometime you're in the mood for what's the new thing that everybody's hot on muskrat it, yes the muskrat finished uh <laughs> My bad. Sorry, that was Muscatel. No, no, no. That, that, that whorehouse barrel finish flavor. Um, <laughs> the uh, <laughs> uh, what is it? Uh, Rio uh, Preservation just did one. I can never pronounce it. Amadarama. Um, oh, Ambarana. 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 Yeah. Like people find these things and, and people experiment with them and you have folks that do them really well, yeah, like yeah. Penelope and Preservation. And yeah. then you've got some that fall by the wayside that maybe, because you can only put it in there for so long. Right? Right. I'm going to have to try another one because the one we did try, the, the, Rare character. the, the final palette for me was kind of off, yo. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was kind of off yeah. for me. Was, yeah, the jury's out finish? on Ambarana, bro. Yeah, the jury was really? out for us. Really? I mean, the finish was like, like it, it, was, it was good at the beginning, but then the, the the, the finish for me was like weird, right? Yeah. I, I think it's a one and done. Like yeah. You can't drink that all night. Right. You can have one yeah. of those and that yeah. sets your palate. And then you got to follow it up with something like a heater that you yes, know is going to come yeah. through in a clutch. Because yes, I was like, when I hit it. Like a Mizanara cast. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, come on now. Yo, we had, uh, <laughs> not, not to shout out our people, but Bainbridge Island, that Hokkaido Mizanara. Jesus be yeah. a witness. Won't he do it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Broken Barrel has a really good one as well. Ooh, I was finishing that the other there night. Shout go. out there to you for go. leaving the bottle yeah. at the crib. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No I gave three stacks some of that Ooh-hoo. last yeah. night. Actually, yeah. Yeah. So, 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 I Jesse, what he's right. doing right now? I, I, All right, so I, favorite, I, I, we, gotta, we gotta go Lester Holt again. You know what I'm saying? Tonight on Dateline, <laughs> unwed favorite, mother take, of three. Take found... care of yourself and each other. <laughs> <laughs> you said favorite. favorite Dateline will is what? Dateline will teach you some shit. It will. It will. Never bring your phone. You're gonna, you're, gonna, you're gonna ping off the tower no matter what you do. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Leave your phone at home. Um, and then it's always the husband. <laughs> it's always the husband. Always <laughs> the husband. No matter what. You, don't you know need what? A break. You know what, what, what? What always kills me with those specials, like, um, they've been living <laughs> living next to all these people forever. I had no idea. No yeah, idea. they were so nice. I, you know, they were so nice. I'm like, what? He chopped up his whole family. Bro, listen. It's always the most gruesome thing. We found a toe in the garbage disposal. <laughs> but they gave us treats on Halloween. Exactly. They, they were, were always so, so nice. nice. This is a little off subject. They gave right? out full and candy bars. But I was yeah, reading. Yeah, full Snickers. I was reading uh, disturbing neighbor stories like this the other day, and I had to tell I had to tell my better half because she watches these all the time, right? Your your wife loves them, doesn't she? Loves them, dude. Like every night. All watches, these, by the way. It's crazy, dude. Yeah. I, I swear like she's studying for her masters and how to get rid of my body. That's yeah. what I tell people. If something happens to me, yeah, check yeah. the wife. Look yeah, at exactly. look at look at our YouTube yeah. history. Exactly. What she's watching. Yeah. So so she's not the person that like digs six feet, buries like buries. No, uh, she's going nine. Animal. Oh, she's I'm gonna, gonna be nine, animal gonna be a six. Right. Animal six and yeah. then the body's in nine. You're not never finding me. <laughs> 
That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. I'm going to always keep an Apple ID in my pocket. Oh, yeah. yeah. If Air I tag. don't miss it, Air yeah. Tag. yeah, find me. I see I'm swallowing an AirTag every time I go I'm to bed. I'm trying to tell you, bro. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, go ahead. You had a question. Well, uh, real quick, I'm going to follow that train of thought because one of my things right now, when I, my kids still want me to read them a bedtime story, yeah. I'll read it as Chris Morrison, and then they don't want me to read them a bedtime story anymore. <laughs> Chris Morrison? Yeah, give the it, dude. Give it to uh, me. Piglet didn't know that when he showed up that day that Pooh wouldn't be coming home. <laughs> it's either that, that, that terrifies my daughter, and then my son, if he won't let me go, I'll just, I'll just turn into Willem Dafoe. And all of a sudden, whatever he's doing, he doesn't want me to do it anymore. Avenge me! So you do impressions and... Mm-mm, I just did that for you guys. I don't do shit. I don't do that on stage. <laughs> I feel impressions on stage can be kind of hokey. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. No, I'm funny. this guy. It's, yeah. it's cheating. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's like doing a top ten list. Yeah, on a podcast. Yeah, it's kind of like you know, um, flavoring your bourbon. Like, yeah, with, with, with yeah, cinnamon. yeah, exactly. Or right. spices or muskrat. <laughs> <Right>. Exactly. <laughs> totally agree. Love it. So on Bourbon Showdown, you've had a lot of a lot of the heavy hitters in the industry yeah. on your on your show. We've been right? very fortunate. Yes, distillers, top brass. What's been your most memorable guest, and what's been the greatest takeaway from them? I think everybody that is a true artist, you kind of get that from how they talk about what they do. Uh, Like one of our first big things was we got Rob from Maker's Mart and he divulged something that he had not said anywhere else. And and when you learn that like they're not sure of what they're doing either, I think that's the take. Oh wow! Like Maker's Mark was still in the barrel, and he didn't know that it was going to be a hit. So they had gone, and I mean, rich is rich. Let's not be let's not be wrong here. He had taken a steamship up to Scotland because uh, that's what rich people do. I'm going to take my steamship up to Scotland. <laughs> steamship. Um, and he went and he bought a bunch of um, uh, uh, scotch so that he had something to sell while he was waiting for his bourbon to finish aging mm. and, and so like things like that just the uh, entrepreneurship that comes along with this game and I think you see it from people all the way back then to like uh, Mike and Danny with Penelope and how they just wanted it and mm. they didn't want to do what they were doing and I think that's the dream they took something that they wanted and they put their everything into it and they were selling it out of the back of their car mm. they were doing like they he, uh, uh, Mike was working at like a uh, mattress company Danny was like running a restaurant in New York owning it but you know still they were doing their thing and they just wanted this and I think that's my takeaway is if you want it if you got to put your guts into it that it, you, you'll make it happen if you yeah. do it the right way and they just sold to someone right Penelope they yeah. went MGP, yeah, I think you know you've had a lot of these people on your show. Like what what our takeaway is from from the people that we've had on our show is that they are somewhat reluctant celebrities. Mm-hmm. It's like they, are, I mean, maybe not some of the newer folks, but like some of the old school top brass in the industry. It's like they are uncomfortable with us treating them as if they are like yeah, celebrities. Yeah. Well, because they've been around long enough that they weren't. <laughs> right. Like, like back when vodka was king, these guys were like barely making rent. Right. And, yeah. and now you've got freaking hipsters with pins on going, oh, please, sir, tell me, tell me about the thing that you're doing. Like, like 
um, uh, case in point. Got any blackens? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Tater hype. Uh, oh my goodness. And, and you guys, I've listened to the show. You guys think similarly to how I do. Sometimes you got to appreciate the moment. Right. Uh, yeah. Last year, I'm at the festival, the uh, Kentucky Bourbon Festival, and uh, I've, I've got time set up with Chris Morris uh, from um, um, Woodford. Woodford. Yes. Yep. And I'm sitting there. And everybody, uh, uh, I've known Chris for a minute or two, so I'm just sitting there hanging out with um, his people. And the everybody that comes up to Chris is asking him the exact same shit. Like? Like they're walking, uh, uh, how did you get started? How are you doing this? What are you doing now? What are you doing next? And I just see it taking its toll on yeah. him. Yeah. Right. So I've got him for two hours. I say to him, how about we do nothing? How about me and you just sit here, we drink whatever you want to, and we do nothing for the next two hours. Best fucking friend for two hours. And we just sat there, and I almost guarded him from people that would come up and ask stupid shit. And I I, I think I I turned my back to one guy right while he was talking and like handed him something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And in that moment, me and him had a better conversation than anything I could have recorded. Right. And then at the end of it, he was like, come meet a friend of mine. And the next thing I know, me, him, and Fred know are just sitting there freaking having a pool. Wow. And, yeah. and, and um, uh, somebody asked me, did you get a picture of it? I'm like, no. No. It did yeah. not require a picture. Right. This I got a, it in my memory. I got yeah. it. I, I lived it. Yeah. 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 And I think that is, that, that that's one of those things that I get out of this is, is you're there to be a part of it and you're there to freaking uh, experience it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. So as you're having a pour, like, I mean, obviously you've had a lot of pours with a lot of important people. Oh yeah, my hair was black when I started doing this. Yeah, I was going to say, I had an afro when we started this podcast. <laughs> has it been that long? It has, yeah. Now your, it's fade, on, your fade is tight though. Now, now it's on my back. <laughs> so Mine's coming out of my ears. And that's also what she hates. Every time uh, the thing says, because girls are players too, I've changed it because I am 42. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate uh, stairs and disrepairs. Da 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 da. <laughs> Ligament and Parliament. I don't fucking know. <laughs> wow, my God. That's so funny. Morgan Wallen, by the way, is a is, is a beast. So I'm gonna look for it. So so Jesse, for you right now, and at this level of matriculation that you're at, mm-hmm. what what makes a good bourbon for you? What are you looking Ooh, for? Depth. Mm. I'm mm. immediately looking for depth. I want something that's not only going to give me a minute. I want a, I want an hour. Okay. Like like if it's gonna be. You wanted to go deeper. I want it to be a story. Oh hello. A beginning, a middle, and an end. Oh. I want that uh, first flavor to get like uh, you're gonna get that ethanol, but I want there to be something behind that ethanol. After that, I want that middle to freaking be the meat and potatoes of the story. I want it to like freaking take not me the somewhere. Meat and potatoes. That's right, baby. That's right. And uh, I, I turn into Dusty Roads when I get passionate. And that's all I'm saying, baby. I love it. <laughs> And um, then at the end of it, I don't want, like, like, I feel like there's a trend right now when people don't like that burn. I want that burn to tie into what yeah. you're getting from the yeah, That lingering pot. burn is, yeah. is dope. Yeah, so so you want something to make you give you the stank face. That's you right, just, you want right. to feel it. You I want, want to feel it in my toes. You want to, you want to break the cardinal rule. You want to grimace a little bit. Just carry that. Well, I want there to be a weight. I want it to say something. I want there to be a point to it. Oh, uh, oh okay. I like it. So, so you if know? you were to craft your perfect bourbon, not to still a line. Well, from, say, hey, how you from, doing? From our Weller, <laughs> Hello. Weller folks. How are you doing? So <laughs> I, like an ideal mash bill for you is low rye, high rye. Is it weeded? 
uh, my ideal mash bills definitely got some high rye in there. Um, I like the spice that it puts. Uh, I like, but I want it to be, I want there to be enough corn in there that you get the sweet. Sweet. I want the, enough rye to get the spice. I want there to be enough bar. It doesn't, one or the other. I don't need four grain. If, if I'm going creamy, I'll go wheat. If I'm going spicy, I'll go rye. And then enough of that barley to kind of have that, that. You know, nice maltiness yeah, to it. Dope. And the proof would be around one fifteen, baby. One fifteen. Okay. Oh wow. And so, and and is there a pour that meets that sort of one fifteen kind of proof point that you enjoy the most? Well, it changes, doesn't it? Like right now, I'm living in that. Uh, I already said four roses landscape. Yeah. I, I like sitting there at that barrel proof, that one fourteen to one sixteen. Uh, I recently had a, and it comes from everywhere. I hate snobs. I can't stand people that go, oh, you like that? Mm-hmm. I, I do like that because they came out with something that I wasn't expecting, and yeah. I fucking dug it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> My man. The freaking. Um, out of Lynchburg, who is it? Uh, Dr. Pepper. Uh, uh, Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper. Well, 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 old Pepper. Um, oh, yeah. Um, right? Old, old Pepper. Old Pepper Distillery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, some of their barrel-proof uh, rye is absolutely phenomenal. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We have someone on this podcast that love that. And it's right at five About, years. A while and, back. You know? <laughs> And it, 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 what, what mood are you in? If you're in the mood for that high rye, five years old, right at 113, 114, then that's your day. If you're not, then that's not, you know? Dope. I could drink it in a minute and not like it as much as I did a year ago. But for that time, that was what it was. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, man. So, you know, um, we know that you are, you know, bourbon purist and you enjoy a good pour. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, do you do cocktails at all? Or do you like bourbon cocktails? Yes, 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 yes. I've actually, um, one of our mutual friends, uh, Brian Edwards, Bearded oh, Brian. Oh, yeah, Bearded Brian. He has turned me yeah, on. His collection is dope, by Oh, my man. goodness. It's dope. Until he man. gets to that PBR whiskey, and he's so proud of it. And you're just like, that's, there's no, there, that's yeah. just white dog, man. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I think they put it in a barrel for like 50 seconds just so they could call it bourbon. <laughs> Uh, no regulation. Wait, when you say PBR, is it Pabst Blue Ribbon? Yeah, Pabst Blue Ribbon put out like a bourbon. Oh, really? Yeah, it's opaque, man. Like, is it terrible? Is it good? Is it white dog? Is it bad? It's got to be white dog. I mean, there is just straight. It's in the barrel for like fifty minutes. Yeah, it's moonshine. Now we did taste the moonshine from Bourbon Thirty. That was fantastic, dude. Bourbon Thirty has Yeah, dude. Completely do that. But I mean, I think that one, that white dog was what over a hundred years. Yeah, but it was fantastic. Of course it was. But I mean, I mean, think about that though. It's yeah. it's lived that life, and it was amazing. It was it was smooth as a well, maybe the bottom. Here's You're the have thing. Fun tonight. That's right. Yeah. Here's the thing. People get wrong about moonshine. You only need a little bit, just a taste, yes, sir. just a taste. Mm-hmm. Just a taste. You pour yourself a full pour of moonshine. You've ruined your night. The sugars yep. are going to take you on yep. a freaking slurpy <laughs> ride. Yeah. Uh, and and. Uh, word, word of, word, what was the question? So the cocktails. So yes. do you like bourbon cocktails? And, and our, our, what's your go-to? Our neighbor, Brian, as you know, he mm-hmm. had a great collection. He introduced us to the PBR. Yep. And the, um, <laughs> he has something called the BLT, and that is literally bourbon, lemon, tonic. Ah, bourbon, lemon, and tonic. It's that simple, and it is summertime, and it is my go-to right now. You maybe throw a mint leaf in there, maybe a basil leaf if you're feeling export, if you're still exploring. What bourbon is he using? Uh, 
So I give us a, I mean, so give us the, the um, granddad one fourteen. Oh, so give us a ratio. So two ounces of bourbon or one ounce. I go three ounces of bourbon. Then okay. I fill up the rest of the glass with tonic. Then I put a lemon in there, a little bit of zest, a little squeeze, stir. Oh shit. Okay. And if you uh, want to slap that mint, the slap BLT that mint. baby. The BLT. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Anybody out there, if you're writing that down, let us know how it comes out. Send us a picture, tag us in it. <laughs> yes, sir. That's, right. That's, That's right. dope, man. BLT. I, I don't know. I'm not sold. I'm not sold. I, I like so. It's, about, it's about to be a hot black and brown summer. Yeah. <laughs> Neither was I. As soon as I heard it, the tonic turned me off immediately. Right, right. And there's I'm a something. Tonic guy, so, yeah. I'm there's like something it. about it that is so. The lemon outweighs the tonic in my mind, flavor wise. Yeah. The tonic brings that uh, spritz that you need, that little bit of fizz. And then the lemon gives you some citrus and make sure you have a bourbon. I think with all cocktails, make sure you've got a bourbon with some weight mm-hmm. so that it doesn't get dissolved. Plus. Yeah, 100 yeah. plus, always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, when people say that they've got a 90 proof in their cocktail, I'm like, then you just wasted $19 or whatever dumb price you paid for mm-hmm. idiots. <laughs> I get passionate, guys. Uh, no, no, you should. You should. As you should. Uh... A uh, question. Yeah, I mean, um, you've been in the media. You've been nominated for some things and some heavy publications. Not Tales of the Cocktails. I mean, we we didn't win either. But anyway, um, <laughs> hey, you guys got top four, man. We we got there. Top That's four. Nothing to at. So, so what do you attribute to the success of Bourbon Showdown and? ending up in these publications well I think as you guys have learned over the last hour I don't shut up so the (laughs) good quality good quality in this in this realm that we're in in this medium uh, when you've got a distiller or you've got a master blender or you've got somebody that is not used to being media facing and then you've got me who I'm used to being on stage and talking and making sure the conversation keeps going I love what you guys have going because you guys get to rely on each other I love how you play off of each other I mean I've known you forever on this podcast you're a completely different person (laughs) right it's It's not the five bill I always say that man so not the five bill is different than after five yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's definitely from, out of his shell yeah I'm definitely yeah, yeah. yeah. he's definitely a different guy from yeah. Bill to the Silverback and it's like a completely different Le- Bill Lester Holt is definitely like me you don't like me when I'm angry you don't like me when I'm angry <laughs> yeah but I was gonna say yeah that is like because this, with you with your interviews you're one on one and you, you have to keep them up you have to get them there and I, I like, keep going yeah yeah going. for us we can like play, play off, off each other like you said yeah. you know what I'm saying like somebody will come in and ask that extra question or bring that extra energy yeah you know why you get mean? your thoughts together exactly sure. exactly Sure. Well, and and I've got energy out the like I, I like if you guys haven't noticed like while we're sitting here talking I'm sitting here and I'm playing with my hands and I have, yeah. like, like yeah. when I'm going I'm a thousand miles an hour so yeah. the, the I've got headphones on right now I never have headphones on like I don't know what to do with myself when I'm confined <laughs> in any way shape or form so when I've got somebody that is. Uh, uh, Eddie Belfort, for example, and Eddie Belfort is like a freaking force of nature, but you've got to contain him a little bit. So I've got a hurricane meeting a hurricane in that scenario. And that was the other part of your question a minute ago. Belfort was at one of my absolute favorites just because I would bring energy and he would bring energy and we yeah. started feeding off of each other. And then he's got a cat five. Got, got a cat five hurricane. <laughs> yeah. Category five, baby. We're just sitting there 115 proof cat five. And, and that's when you get good stories. Sure. Yeah. If sure. you keep them in PR get mode. Get that guard down. That's right. Yes, sir. You get them in PR mode and all of a sudden 
it's like, well, this was finished in a muskrat barrel, and we think that it's going to be a hit. We think that everybody's going to love it, and we hope you love it too. But you get them excited about what you're talking about. Yeah. Now Eddie's telling me stories like uh, we had a streaker one time. I'm like, what's that? Oh, yeah. A streaker in hockey? He's like, yes, sir. We had uh, somebody jump out on the ice naked, which that's how you know they didn't think that through because ice and the male genitalia normally don't go together that no. well. No. Homeboy gumps, uh, jumps out onto the no, ice. No, he gumps. He gumps. He gumps. No, he gumped after. <laughs> he, gumped. he gumped after. He gumped after. <laughs> yeah. He falls down immediately. And it's stuck. And it's stuck. <laughs> That's right. I love it. I love we it. We got uh, sticky. Bring out the Zamboni. <laughs> <laughs> and what did the referee do? He uh, yanked him. Ooh, uh, got it. was shrinkage, Jerry. Yeah, it was shrinkage. We they didn't go we get a, a band glass of water. We need a band-aid. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm, 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 glad, I'm glad that you have energy. I'm glad that you are fast because this is our new segment. Oh, here yes. we go. For season 10 of oh, Nim. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The speed round. And this speed is the, round. the speed round. And this is a segment that we're calling, What Does Nim Think? So we gonna mm-hmm. give him three questions? No, I got, I got the, I got the. So today, Dude, just keep going. We're gonna give him his category is maximum bourbon prices. So what is the maximum price that you would pay for these bourbons? I'm gonna run them down for you. Okay. All right. I got ten. American whiskey. Oh, you got ten. I got ten. Okay. I like okay. it. Yeah, I'm gonna make them go hard. Okay, all right. But it's all right. but it's speed round. I okay. like this. All right. Okay. This one he's gonna try and get me in trouble with my friends right here. Oh no, yeah. No, oh yeah. No, We're gonna no. get you in trouble. Fifty now, cents. Now, now, and the other thing is your your show. <laughs> I remember. I feel like Bourbon Showdown was like, all right, we're pitting these two bourbons against each other. So when you first showed that's how your I mean your yes, your format yes, was. Uh, yeah. you, you were there for the first taping. I was. I was. Yeah. Oh, moonlighting. Yeah, I was. You know, I was. We gotta check. His contract. Yeah. <laughs> and if, if actually, that's the reason why I didn't go on because you know what? That, that, Le- yeah, not compete. It, it was, was true. Not compete. It, it was true. Lester's out here on CBS, dog. He NBC, right? He was anchor. He out here on CBS. <laughs> but you guys are absolutely. He was very cognizant of that. He oh, made okay. sure that he was giving yeah. insight, but he wasn't on camera. He was turned to the crew. Turn my mic off. <laughs> the, so you had a showdown before, right? Yes. And if, if uh, spoiler alert, if I can do some breaking news on this podcast, the um, what we've got going now. The Bourbon Showdown is about to start uh, like an offshoot of itself where we were bringing the showdown back and it's going to be more of a group setting where I and individuals would love to have it. you all three on, any oh, one of you on, yeah. where we sit 100%, 100%, down and we give... Because uh, you guys you guys ever get hate? Do you ever get hate mail? Oh yeah, all the time, but we delete that. I don't I don't write dickle back though. Come on. I, I refuse to write dickle back. Someone's always gonna have a problem with what you're doing. Regardless of correct. You're doing. That's absolutely you know correct. What? And and you know, and my mom always tells me, like, you're not, you know, you're not successful until someone hates That's you. That's right. I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? If someone her. hates what you're doing, then then you're not. But to both your points. They're still listening. That's right. That's right. (laughs) If they're mad, there's still like there's two sides of the advertising coin, positive and negative. You get both those ad dollars, it don't matter. Hey. Uh oh. Thanks thanks for the hate. We're going to be doing a I don't invite you on unless I like what you do. Sure. Why would I invite you on to talk shit to you? I, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right. No, people might tune in just to see if it's going to be some, you know, going to be some little Jerry Springer like, shit. What's yeah. going to happen? What's going to happen? Well, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to start talking to people that have not been uh, not people. We're going to start reviewing whiskeys that have not been vetted and just getting multiple industry personalities on the show and having a real conversation about what we're drinking. Not a negative conversation. Not something where we we shit on anybody. It's just going to be a... 
I like this. I could see it in this setting. I don't like. I don't think I could do this here. I think I'd rather have it after dinner. I wouldn't like it as my after work. That yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Just a chill, freaking conversation about it versus my deep dive that I do with people on a regular basis. Sweet. I, I love. I love that. So yeah. who better? Then my guy from Bourbon Showdown hit him. Hit him. Then to give us the <sighs> maximum prices, listeners, I want you to hear this. This is these are the max prices that Bro, you should because, pay. Because you know what, man, someone hit me up earlier today because you know they saw um, the kosher wheat right <sighs> for two hundred dollars for one ninety nine. What did you tell him? I said pass. Pass. I said, bro. I said it's a great. He said, yeah, but I, I, I remember on the show you gave it a five black fist. Right. Yeah. I said, okay, it's, so it's, you're friends of the program. It's, it's good. <laughs> and so, but I was like, it's good, but you know, it's not worth. It's not two hundred dollars. You know, that's a thirty nine dollar bottle of bourbon. Thirty nine bucks. Right. Thirty nine dollars. I was like, nah. I said maybe max. One hundred, and that's where this is going to get me in trouble because me and you think very similarly yeah, in that regard. Maybe hundred. Hey, and 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 by the way, I mean, I don't think this is going to get you in trouble because you know the the retail price on it all of these is Damn. is is like very reasonable. The question is like our, our listeners see all this stuff on secondary yeah, yeah. or yeah, they're yeah, in yeah, a yeah. non ABC state and they're like they hit us up. I know you get these text messages every all day. Should I buy this? I got all one right? today. I got one from Burdick earlier. Burdick. Burdick. All right, That's so man. so so you know where I gotta That's go first. Man. All right, well, I want this to be speed round. I want to hear right off the top of your head, the first one up, of course, Blanton's max price, market retail seventy nine ninety nine. No, not more a penny than that. more. I wouldn't wow. go eighty dollars for Blanton's. I'll do seventy nine ninety nine. He said he wouldn't wow. even go ta- no no, okay. no tax on that shit. Okay, all right. <laughs> if we're doing prices right, this and is I'm the yoga Seventy nine. So no more than retail. All right. Okay. Weller twelve. No more than retail. Weller 12 is the worst of the Wellers. Wow. Ooh, wow. Oh, Before bro. people start like hunting me with pitchforks, Ooh. I have had very good Wellers 12 and I've had very bad Wellers 12. So it's the bottling then. If you're going to splurge on a Wellers, yeah. I think you splurge on a foolproof. You don't splurge on the 12 year. Hey, okay. And my guy has an official card. My guy said Wellers. All right. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was serious with it. He was serious with it. <laughs> Elijah Craig, 18. 125. 125. Okay. okay. I think All that's right. fair. Stag Jr. broke the century. Stag Jr. Uh, market retail. People are not ready for Stag Jr. They think they want Stag and then they get it and they taste it and it's too hot for them. But you want Stag when you go searching for Stag. And if you're searching for Stag, you pay whatever you think's fair. But if you're just a novice and you're trying to get into it, pay market, uh, pay MSRP. Don't go a dollar. Don't go a dime. Don't go a penny more. Wow. Okay. Which is 60 bucks. That's right. Wow. If you can find it. Good luck. A midwinter night's dram. Ooh, oh, he, he throwing. He <laughs> That's throwing a hard darts, dude. <laughs> he throwing dots. Ooh, I go one seventy five for midwinter. Oh, which, 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 which really? Act, which act? You tell me. It your favorite. Ma- it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It those is, those yeah. acts. Shakespeare, baby. One fifty to one seventy five. One fifty. I think that's fair. That's a nice range. Fair? Because yeah. I've had some where it's like, oh my yeah. god, you guys are undercharging for this. Yeah. And then I've yeah, had I'm a couple not, where I'm, I'm like, one fifty's right yeah. there. One fifty's all day long. Yeah. Great no, list so I'm far. Not, I'm, Great I'm list. EH Taylor small batch. Forty nine ninety nine. Ooh. Okay. What? Wow. He must have a good okay. hookup somewhere. Okay. EHT is one of my absolute favorites. Favorites. And I, I, if I, if I could drink it every day, I would. Yes. But there's nothing that makes me sicker than when you look online and you see an EHT small batch for one hundred and forty nine dollars. So my man was in Miami, yes. right? And you saw the baby Saz, Sazerac. 90 proof. Yes. Rye. The baby sass. Baby sass. Baby sass. So how much was it? 
I think it was 199 if I remember correctly. <laughs> 199 well, the, the lowest you've ever seen baby says for is what you should pay for it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I couldn't well, believe I it. Say, oh, yeah. Come on, yeah. man. I'm, I'm sorry, not supposed I, to do that. Dude, every time you saw, I saw that, I was like, nah, All right, yeah. That's, right. That's, ridi- that's ridiculous. All right, Russell's 13. Oh, Russell's 13. Original or what it is now? The original. 300. 300. 300. You like it, huh? Uh, Well, I mean, it is something you're never going to get again. I think what makes whiskey worth money is where it sits in its own lineage. And that 300 uh, is because you're not going to get her in that ever again. Mm. Blue Run's got her now. So if you're, go get Blue Run. If you want that Russell's 13, maybe go pick up one of Trey's single barrels. Go pick something up from them. (laughs) Uh Oh, 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 oh. Hey man, hey, hey man, oh, I don't, hey. I don't think you want to put that. I'm editing that out. <laughs> <laughs> That's gone. No, no, no. We keeping that. That was, that was literally up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right. No, no. And, all, and all you go here when the edit goes is. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Must be crazy. Dude, I, I love the Russells. I, they're, I, I'm buddies with Bruce. I have no problem with anything they're doing. Oh man, come I, on. I think that initial. Russell's 13 was fantastic. I think for anybody listening right now, if you want to go out and get yourself a good bottle of Russell's, find yourself a single barrel of Russell's. Yeah. And that will serve you the same way that frickin' 13 would and your palate. Pro tip. How do you find the original 13? Like, how, how do you... D- 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 you um, find $300. How, no, <laughs> yeah. But how do you figure out the difference between the labels on those? Oh, my goodness. It's all... Uh, that's a great question. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I go by who... I, I know when they made it and who made it. I yeah. don't know how they dictate that. They don't the put label. barrels on on so. the label Not for the Russells. Yeah. Interesting, but, but but they know. <clears throat> they know. Yeah. Oh, they know. Oh, they know. Oh, they know. <laughs> they, they know. know. Oh, Shorty Low coming in on that one. <laughs> <laughs> they know. They know. <laughs> they know. <laughs> All right. I got a flavor. <laughs> oh, they know. <laughs> Victor's ten year bourbon. See, I'm a Victor's Mark man. Okay. Uh, Victor's ten year. I I go. <sighs> That's a hard one. Not really. Just what is crack it? the wallet, baby. What is it? In, what, what, what's the uh, manufacturer price? Two seventy five. Is it two seventy five? Two fifty. Two fifty. Victor's goes hot, man. I didn't get my tenure for that, but you know, I was different location, different spaces. I don't even want to tell you what I got it for. I'm not even going to do it. This is your. This is your speed round. Four hundred, five hundred. What'd you pay? I didn't pay that. Three hundred. I didn't clip a hundred. Dude, my man. Yeah. Yeah, he stole it. I, I didn't steal it. Yeah, man. Hundred was bail money. <laughs> So you, you got to know people who know people. I think for a Michter's ten, I just think I don't think Michter's puts anything in the barrel that they can't stand behind, or anything yeah. in the bottle that they can't stand behind. So if a Michter's ten's two fifty, I'll pay two fifty. Wow. Okay, max price though. Five hundred. I don't do secondary, man. If if you do secondary, God bless you. If you, you found the Michter's ten for four hundred, no, would you buy it? Pass. Okay, so no more than that. Okay, 250, awesome. Man. Damn, all day, every day. Old Forster birthday. It's, uh, I don't know, a dollar fifty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I threw that in there as a wild card. Yeah, it, I've never even seen it. What's, what's that thing on the prices right where somebody says four hundred and somebody say, says one? Dollar. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, I got a last one because I, I I gotta know. I know you don't do secondary, so but Pappy fifteen. 
uh, who cares? Yeah. Honestly. So you're not you're not a pappy no, guy. Man. You don't you're not chasing it. Do I've, you have any? I've had it. I've I've hung out with freaking Pappy, and I don't care. He doesn't care to tell you the truth. <laughs> Dang, my guy said he hung out with Pappy, bro. Dude, wow. it's just like we were talking about earlier. Uh, uh, sitting there. Hanging out with Pappy. Pappy always looks tired because uh, he's got the weight of the industry on his back. Boom. <laughs> and he, uh, we're, Atlas. We're, we're BSing. And it's another scenario where it's like, did you take a picture? Why would I take a freaking picture? Yeah. Why ruin the atmosphere with that? Now you should have taken that one. <laughs> you might should have yeah, taken yeah, that one. <laughs> but still, it's, it's um, I don't know. I think you can find... And you guys would agree, I think. Yeah. You can find better things for your yeah, money. Yeah. If uh, the uh, uh, Pappy's like a friend with a boat. Yeah. It's better to know a guy with a boat yeah. than own a boat. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. Drink his Pappy. Exactly. But, but, but max price. If if we have a listener out there that finds a Pappy fifteen, the maximum amount they should pay for that. Don't go over five hundred, guys. Come on. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. If, yeah, if, I agree with that. You want yeah. something, you want it, but think about why you want it. Are you wanting it to show your friends? No. Or are you wanting it to drink it? I wanted to drink it. And if you want it to drink it, then don't go over five hundred dollars for yeah. for hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Cheers, man. You did you did well, man. Thank you. Nice. Hey, Jesse. I, Hell, I even learned something there. My man, my man. Yo, Jesse, thanks for coming through, man. Tell everybody where they can follow you on the showdown and on the comedy tip. You can find me online uh, at Jesse Jones Comedy for comedy. You can find me at Bourbon Showdown for Bourbon Showdown. Uh, The Get Out of My Head tour is all over the Southeast right now. You can next see me at the uh, Cherokee Casino in wherever the fuck it is. Go to the website. That'll tell you (laughs) at jessejonesonline.com. You can find me for tastings at bourbonshowdown.com. And it has been an absolute pleasure, gentlemen. I've I've, I've listened for a long time. I've known Bill for a long time. Yes, and this was a blast. Yeah, Thanks for coming through, man. Awesome, yo, man. yo, Delvin, wrap us when you're ready, B. Yo, Jesse Jones, Jesse Jones is the guy, man. I mean, <laughs> seriously, Bourbon Showdown, stay black, keep it brown, bro. <laughs> Cheers, you love it. <laughs>